either we are there or not, ITSB Magazine still gets the best stories. There are plenty of conferences and all sorts of events that spark our curiosity and allow us to start conversations with some of the world's brightest minds. In person or virtually, we sit down with them at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Together, we discover what the synergy of these three elements means for the future of humanity. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. Episode number two of uh, the Mentor Project, and in particular today we are talking uh, about the hackathon that is coming up, organized by the Mentor Project and uh, led by Javier. Javier, how are you today? Fantastic. Thank you very much, Marco, for this second episode. Yes. The Hackathon is an activity that we put together some students from different parts of the world. They don't know each other. They don't speak the same language because in general they speak a second language, the English. And they have to manage to solve real problems on a weekend, yes. And here we have three students from one of the schools that I work, Vicente and Paulina are still students in the last year of the secondary school and Santiago is a scholarship student nowadays but he passed during the last two years from different hackathons that we organized with the mentor project yes so I live with them and then later on I'm going to communicate the new thing that are going to come in All this right. year that they're going to be very All right. nice. let's let's do this Javier before we pass the ball to to them Let's hear from Deborah about what is the Mentor Project, although a lot of people, hopefully by now, they do know what it is, but a little refresh is never going to hurt. And, and of course, Deborah, a little bit about yourself as well. Hi, it's great to be back and to see uh, Vincente, Santiago, and Paulina again. Um, I'm Deborah Heiser. I'm the CEO and founder of the Mentor Project, where we bring experts from around the world uh, to mentor students for free. So our experts are people who've changed the world, um, amazing teachers like Javier, um, amazing uh, top-notch in their fields like Marco, um, like Bob Cousins, who patented how we use credit cards on the internet. Uh, we have astronauts, all sorts of individuals who are giving back their time and helping to mentor students around the world for free. So part of that is holding hackathons where uh, the students who are here today have participated and they've done really, really well. So it's a real treat to get to see you all again today. Very good. I feel like the new kid in town here because this is my first hackathon as a you know organizer helping you and Javier doing this, which it's, it's a great fun and a great honor, I have to say. But also I'm a little bit nervous about being the judge for the first time because it's a big responsibility. Um, Javier, why don't you take the lead here and introduce one by one uh, the, the students that you brought with us. Okay, thank you very much, Marco, and thank you everybody. Well, here we have uh, Paulina, that she's an 
the children that have more uh, that is going to be with us in the hackathons, this one to be the third one that we're going to run with us. Yes, Santiago, unfortunately, because he's a college student, he's out of the hackathon, but he has a lot of experience too because he, par he participated in the two first. So he can give us the, all the things that he learned and he used nowadays in the college. Yes. And also we have Vicente, that is a companion of Paulina, and they also been involved in the last two hackathons, yes, or three, and now they're going to be involved in the new one, yes. So they can give us an experience, like all the students that they participate, what they learn, what was the challenge, what were the difficulties, what are the prices, you know, and all the time, and what they learn during all this process that is going to take two months. Very good. So who are we going to start with? Let's start with Paulina. Uh, Paulina, present uh, yourself, who you are, your age, and what you study. And also, yeah, what, what was your first experience that you had in a, in a hackathon competition? Well, hi, everyone. I'm Paulina. I'm 16. I'm still, as Javier said, in high school together with Vicente. Uh, well, I've participated twice. It was the first one in 2020 during the pandemic and in 2021. Um, it's a really, well, it's a very interesting experience. Uh, I, it was the first uh, hackathon I participated in, so uh, it was something new. Um, I think um, the thing that really you like get the most is the fact that you get to work with uh, people of your same age uh, from other countries and you get to know how how they work, how, how they are, what they do. So uh, I think that's the most fun of it all. And also the fact that you get to work together to, well, tackle and get to a solution. Um, I believe that's, that's really, it's really fun. It's, uh, it's something different to do and I really recommend it. All right, let's go with the next one. Santiago, you seem like to be the the experienced one. And, uh, and I'm starting to feel from the chat that you may actually come back in a different form. But let's not... Uh, actually, <laughs> I, I got promoted. I got promoted. So congratulations for myself. <laughs> yeah, ju just just happened in the, in the private chat. So, you know, people can't see this, but I'm like, all right, cool. I love it. Things are happening right now. <laughs> all right. So a little bit about yourself first, and then we, we dig into the experience. Sure. Well, as Javier said, I'm no longer at high school. I have graduated myself and I'm actually currently studying at law school. And I would like, I would love really to remark two skills that hackathons have gave me through all my experience that I've gathered that are two, basically. You can sum it in creativity and thinking skills. The way in hackathons are organized you, ha you have an issue, a certain issue, and many groups maybe or may not have the same issue. And you have to find your own way of solving it, right? You have to make your own style. And to achieve that, you have to approach it with creativity. Find solutions that are outside the box, that are not frequent, that not many people would be able to achieve them. And thinking skills, of course, you have to think. 
where can you learn that? Like, there's not a certain lesson. You have to learn it by practicing it and putting your knowledge to the test. And the best way to achieve it is give you issues, certain issues you have to solve it. And to me, it has really worked out on my personal experience at uh, law school. When I have a test, when I have to speak, the way I do it is, well, this is like you have the written law, but what else can you add to that, right? Because everyone knows the law. I just can Google it. It's as easy as that. But what makes you different as a lawyer, as a person, as a businessman, as whoever you are, is how you approach it. And hackathons give you this dual approach. Be creative and the way you think about the issue and how you solve it, how you are different from the mass of people. To me, that's just wonderful. And as we were talking off air, right? What happens with space and law? There is not a legislation currently, but with creativity and thinking it, you will be able to achieve a solution and a proper solution actually that's reasonable and that it will work. I mean, if I see an asteroid that has gold inside, who does it belong to? That's a great question. It's, uh, it's in outer space. Who's the owner of it? Those are many, 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 con it will be, it will certainly arise many conflicts worldwide. But I believe that with creativity and thinking, especially, we'll be able to achieve a proper solution to any conflict that arises. Well, and you certainly already got us thinking. I think with this presentation, <laughs> we're both like kind of like brainstorming. Uh, th these idea. two things that you talked about, for sure. Uh, Vincente, how about you? Well, hi, everyone. As Javier and Paulina mentioned, uh, I am in high school, and I've been introduced to this Hackathon Mental Project in pandemic in 2020. And I remember entering this uh, mentor project since I was bored and I have a lot of free time. And I decided it would be a very good idea to do something with it different with my time without knowing that that small action it will open me, it would open me a lot of uh, doors in the future. I remember that our first hackathon, we have to tackle a problem of cybersecurity and something with apps, mobile phone apps. Uh, and with me out without noticing, it was like the first step of a very, very long path. Um, so basically it was that for me, it was a, a life-changing action that uh, introduced me to a very, very new world with a lot of new things to me, so. You know, I got to see all three of you as students participating in the hackathon and your ideas were absolutely remarkable. And you took something in such a short amount of time. You really only had a weekend to do what you did. How hard was that? Was that hard to do it, to come from absolutely no idea you had to come meet new students that you've never met, people from other countries who spoke um, only English uh, and work together. How was that? It was quite challenging, if I, if I may start. 
I had the chance to participate with Pauli as a teammate on the first one. And we really achieved a solution, a proper solution with help and aid of many mentors, right? You could not do it without people that actually know. As a matter of fact, we had one challenge that we involved medicine and we had to ask, of course, doctors, because we, are, we do not know a lot about biology or physiology or whatever. So mentors really helped us a lot and especially teamwork. Dividing tasks in a proper way and everyone working as a group of cells. Yeah, you know, I remember you guys um, came together and you guys didn't have, an, I mean, going into law, you didn't have any medical background, like you said, uh, but your idea that you had was to, if I remember correctly, it was strokes, no joke. And you made a bracelet um, to help identify strokes. That was astounding to me and to many others that you came up with an idea that was very far from the education that you were hoping to pursue or that you were doing. It was really exciting. Um, and I do remember you accessing all the mentors. And uh, Vicente, I don't remember which team you were on. Which were you on? Well, uh, I don't remember exactly the name of our team, but what I can tell you of the team is that we were tackling a problem of cybersecurity uh, and mobile phone apps. Basically, uh, it was that when you download an app on your phone and you accept all terms and conditions, uh, these apps are like telling you that you can, they can sell your mobile phone data and a lot of things to uh, external companies or different uh, they can share also different uh, your data with different uh, apps uh, and you don't know that because you don't read all the terms and conditions and where and our uh, solution was to make um, another mobile phone app that summarizes up all that information and it presented to you like in different colors in red the most dangerous and red and sorry and green the most like secure i i remember that and that was so impressive to all of the cybersecurity mentors because that was something no one had thought about so it was really it grew legs and that idea was pretty um i mean pretty impressive to everyone and you guys all three of you did your ideas in a weekend with brand new people that you'd met, never met. And they're so impressed that two years later, I remember all the details of your uh, projects. So it's really hats off to you. I know it wasn't easy. And you know what is interesting is this, this idea of you need someone with a fresh approach. And, and I, I talk with people that are very deep, a very big expert in something specific. And I am more of a, the person that asks a lot of what if questions, right? And and I want people to get out of their comfort zone. And it's incredible how when you're just thinking about the same field, the same problem over and over, you kind of don't see it, you know, from a third eye perspective. And so getting 
younger mind, even if you have no experience in a topic, that's when you can see like, oh, how is that I didn't think about that before? And it's because it's a fresh approach. So I love this. And Javier, we were actually thinking about this yesterday when we were talking about the topics and how we needed to, for this year now, we needed to expand it so that even if people that don't know about a specific topic, they come from a different direction and perspective and bring it to the table. So why don't you, Javier, tell us about the topics that this year we will be uh, facing? I mean, not me. I'm, I'm not good at it, but the students will be facing. Yeah, no, thank you very much. And the, the, the challenge that we're going to face this year or you are going to face are completely different because for first time we're going to make the, the Mentor Project Hackathon with another foundation that is One Health Lessons and they give us and we're going to work with them in a challenge related to public health yes and also we're going to have a challenge that is create your own challenge that everybody that is not fixed in any of the categories yes that we choose this year like space pollution global pollution yes public health cyber security they can enroll in this one and create their own challenge from zero, yes? Uh, the rest of the things are going to maintain in the same way. This means during a weekend, prepare a video, submit it. But in addition this year, we are going to plan that the students create a white paper, okay? But it's going to be very hard for them to create during the one weekend only, yes? and also for the judges to read. So maybe we're going to need some gate, some days for they can work after during the, the, the afternoon, yes, and create this white paper that is going to be a simple white paper with a guide, you know, and the guidance of the mentors and everything, yes, to write this white paper, okay? So these are more or less the changes that we're going to have this year. The rest, is maintaining the same. The first weekend, they're going to work in the challenge. They're going to know the mates. They're going to know the mentors. They're going to help them. Then they're going, they're going to submit the first version of the video during one week. In the middle, the churches are going to see the videos. The second Saturday in the morning, they're going to receive the feedback from the churches. They are going to work in a new version, a new presentation, they're going to submit the second Sunday, and then one week later, the next Saturday, they're going to receive the award ceremony and who is the winner, okay? As, uh, the, well, the ones that participate in the previous one, they're going to recognize that it's the same structure, we don't change that, yes? The only that we're going to add is this white paper, but we're going to sort it out in that way that they cannot be so hard for them to work during the weekend in the two fronts, you know. In the solution, the video and the white paper is going to be split, you know, so it's going to be easier for them to work on this, yes? So uh, they are not going to be so hard for them, okay, to work on this. But these one are the ideas. And also I want to mention something that they forgot to mention Paulina and Vicente that with the years and the time that they pass with uh, Hackathon and Hackathon, now they are mentors. They are mentors for the younger kids in the school, 
for primary and for the middle schools. They are become mentors with some of the kids that they are not here and they appear in the videos and they are not here because of the agenda that they have with different activities. They become mentors of the youngest students and they, they cannot believe how they work and all that and the presentation that they made and all that. So now they are in the both sides, you know, of the street in different events. Uh, so I know not to want to forgot to mention that. Yes. Well, I think that's very interesting. I would love the, the opinion of these new mentors that are mentoring younger kids. And then Santiago, that is going to apparently come and be a mentor on, on the new one, which is great. So how do you embrace this different role and how easy or how hard it is to try to, I don't know, teach or help or inspire uh, younger younger generation? Because I, I know it's not easy and I'm 53 years old. So I'm even thinking it must be even harder when you're much younger than, than that. So Paulina, how, how does it, how do you approach that? Uh, well, as like now uh, a mentor, let's say for the younger, uh, they come with brilliant ideas. So uh, from that point of view, it, it's not really difficult, but I think, um, well, what the mentor project gave us also is the point of view from being a, a participant. So I know, for example, what things they might feel or have a hard time dealing with or some solutions that I may give them for, I don't know, how to present or how I recommend some things. Uh, so it's, it's another thing. It's totally different, but it's also very interesting and it's, it's also very uh, exciting. How about you, Vincente? How, how is that you're approaching that? Well, my opinion is that uh, nowadays the kids have a lot of resources uh, and they do incredible, amazing works. Uh, if you compare our work we do in 2020, uh, it's nothing compared to them. Also, something that amazed me is the amazing questions they made. I like, sometimes I can answer them, of course, but uh, sometimes they make so really good questions. Like I have to ask uh, Frangario uh, for help. And sometimes even him has to think of them uh, because even though uh, it can sound uh, the subject, the, hack the thing they are hacking, it can seem easy. They uh, emerge with a lot of good uh, ideas so, uh, well, but doing that aside is uh, amazing. The kids uh, are very, very good kids, and we know them since we have, I, for example, have a, a tournament of chess with them. So we know from our side, and it's been a me mentors for them. It's like a pleasure for me, and I think uh, that for Paulina too. Yeah, that's that's really cool. And maybe Deborah, you want to tell us what that, what does it mean for you to be a mentor, being the founder of the Mentor Project? How, how do you feel like what they just share with you? And then we'll ask Santiago as well. But is is that something that you see in the older generation that are mentoring as well, or there is a fresh approach here? 
Well, I, I think most people have all thought of the only benefit coming to the mentee and the only pleasure is that of the mentee receiving something. In fact, mentors um, get as much or more uh, from being a mentor. Um, you get to see your ideas mirrored through someone else or your knowledge being passed to someone else and then you get to see it live on in them. And I think Paulina and Vicente, you both described it really well and you both are, it, I, to, for me to listen to you say it felt so good because it's how I feel and it's no different and you guys are getting a head start years before I ever even considered becoming a mentor. So first off, hats off to you, Javier, for being a teacher who's getting students to mentor others because they will get to feel what I feel, which is, um, and every other mentor, which is, it's almost like um, the feeling of when you see someone open up a gift for a holiday or for a birthday or something that you bought for them and they love it. That's how I, you know, that feeling of excitement and happiness that someone else is enjoying something. That's how it feels for me to be a mentor. When I see someone else get excited about an idea, move forward, a door is opened for them. When I get to see any of that, that makes me feel that same feeling of, gift being given and that's what most of the other mentors say as well um and so hearing you guys talk about it the same way really truly it gives me all the feels right here feels really good to hear it and that's why i asked you because i already knew the answer in a way so i, I wanted you to say it because it's so inspiring uh to to think of that that way and and javier i'm gonna go to you after but i want to to hear from Santiago coming back and, and being a mentor, what, what, does, what do you envision to, to be your role? Well, it's quite challenging, as I should say. I have never been a mentor here in this project, but sometimes when I have mentoring other projects, what I learned in my personal experience is that as, you, as a mentor, you have to learn from your mentees. Because if you don't learn from them, it's Actually, have you done a great job on that? Because your job is to guide them, not to give them the answer because they will go for the answer. You have to push them forward to encourage them to become passionate about what they are doing. And as a mentor, you will learn because they are other people. They are other people with other skills, other ideas, and you have to learn about them. You have, when you're a mentor, you're under a microscope, right? Because they are watching you and you have to watch carefully. You have to ambition what will they do and how to guide them to proper land. And if they do not learn from this experience, you have not learned as well. Because for you to learn, they have to learn. They have to power their strengths use their capabilities, and for most, think. Because when your brain thinks, magical solutions happen. And well, when this group of people solve the issue, they will teach you something. No matter what it is, you will head out of the hackathon 
thinking yourself what they have solved and what have you learned about that experience and have you properly achieved them a learning experience. So to me, the biggest challenge as a mentor is to make sure that they have learned and they have had a good time on a hackathon. Very good. Javier, what do you think? I know we had a podcast together and I asked you the question, what's the difference between being a teacher and being a mentor? And I think you had a beautiful answer to that. So maybe it's a good time to, to bring it up again. Yes, for me, being a teacher, it's I go in front of the class, I transmit the knowledge, they copy, the register, I evaluate, they obtain a mark, and that's all. Instead, being a mentor is what's happened with this marvelous kid that represents a lot of different kids that I have in the school that I work, that are doing the same work. Be mentors of the youngest in a lot of different activities, you know, like the hackathon and all that. Um, for me, being a mentor is leave a legacy on them. No matter it's about my subject, no matter it's about an attitude, no matter it's about a way of life. For me, being a mentor is leave a legacy on them and they can transmit it and they continue with that legacy, you know, in the years to come or they learn something completely new. Yes. Uh, so uh, for me, that is be a mentor. Yes, and all the time be worried about what happened with the people that you have below you or in my case, on my care, because I am a teacher and me care of the kids during the period that I am the teacher in front of them. Yes, but it's not only to take care in the class, it's only take care outside, take care in the events, take care of what they need all the time. And all of them, they can say that all the time that they need it, I be there for them, no matter what time, no matter what hour of the time, no matter what day, the same happened with the mentor project. All the time that they need it, they send me an email and I be there, you know, and all the time. And Deborah, uh, she knows very well that all the time that during the hackathons, sometimes I was like, never sleep. I was wake up 24 hours per day during that day, yes. Absolutely. It's, uh, I, I feel, and I would love everybody's opinion on this, it, it comes down to inspiring, right? I mean, it's like you can watch a, a documentary, you can watch a movie, you can read a book, and you can learn a lot. And I, I love how that difference is, like one thing is learning, and one thing is teaching how to learn, right? I mean, so that people can keep going learning as they go in order to do that you need to to inspire them and i think inspiring someone can come from many different perspectives one is by showing them you know showing your excitement showing what you do let's say you are an astronaut just just by looking at what you do you can be inspired to to become one or maybe to help them to go into space but sometimes and here's what i i want to hear from you guys is you don't need to be that the astronaut or the biggest person in the room. Sometimes you can be someone that is not even an expert in that field, but you're passionate about it. And maybe your words, one sentence can change the future of, of a young kid and it can be inspired. So in a way, I like to think that we are all mentor in a way or in another. And, and I would love maybe to hear 
who has been a mentor figure for for you in the past uh don't say javier because otherwise it seems like we 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 plan this but maybe it's been a book maybe it's been a movie maybe it's been a a rock band i don't know anything um let's start with paulina what is that inspire you oh uh, well i was gonna say javier but uh, no. now no, no, <laughs> i can't sorry but you mentioned a book so uh well last summer i read a book that really inspired me uh really got me thinking out of the box it's called sapiens um it's a really good book i really recommend it and as a well as a person um i think it's kind of some uh, kind of cliche by my father uh, he really pushes me and inspires me and really um yeah he follows and tries always to uh, uh, do me a company for the things i like and what i want to do so uh, he's really been a, a kind of a mentor for me very cool santiago how about you what does inspire you it's a complicated question i should say but to me and of course i had the same answer as pauli it's javier it's i promise you it's not sketch but he has been for many of us a real figure that has guided us through the road of learning and has inspired us to be a philomath. But apart from him, I'll actually say my dad and my grandparents, they were always a, a figure to follow and people I looked really to them. Also want to mention some books. Um, I do not know the, the name of one in English, but it's for, from Viktor Frankl. Um, I'm, I'm not sure how is it called in, in, in English, but I really loved it. It's inspirational because it's a man that was in a concentration camp during World War II, and he had to go through it. And it was the tale on how to survive each day on the worst nightmare anyone of us could think of. And really, uh, another book that I loved is The Choice, that's from Edith Egger. It has a similar way. It's in a similar way. It's about a um, Bulgarian girl, I believe, that was a ballet dancer that also was in a concentration camp and later on became a psychologist. So her tale is also really inspiring. And mainly, Viktor Frankl's novel got me into reading, and I'm currently reading War and Peace. Here it is. And I'm actually loving it, and it has taught me a lot of things about life, and it's really inspiring. Very cool. Uh, Vincente, your turn. If you say Javier, I'm going to kick you out of the podcast, so you can't say Javier. No, it, it's okay. Uh, well, <laughs> it's Javier. We know that. We know that. You can say it. Come on. <laughs> I would really wish it's Javier or the book Paulina mentioned, Sapiens, uh, I read a few months ago, and I finished it amazing. Uh, but my inspiration, I think, is, are my parents. Both of them are doctors. Uh, and here in Argentina, doctors are not well paid. But uh, even though they work very, very hard, they work from 8, of 8 a.m. to maybe 9, 10, 11 at night, uh, they 
day by day fight for what we want and uh, I kept that from them fighting day by day for what you want uh, it's amazing and incredible very cool very very inspiring see that's that goes to show that you know family family is very very important Deborah what does inspire you because people probably asking themselves like what does inspire Deborah I, well, I've had so many mentors, and I also think Javier is a great mentor. But um, <laughs> uh, I will say that my very first mentor was my grandfather, and uh, he taught me to know that every person has a story. And I think that I became a psychologist partly because of him. And I also have had so many mentors along the way and still do people who mentor me every day, help me to be a better person in all sorts of ways. And um, I'd say that in terms of what inspires me, it's seeing now that I'm in my 50s, it's seeing how other people are taking in the world. It's really seeing, um, you know, my children, how they're taking in the world. It's seeing all of the mentees, how they're taking in the world and seeing mentors who are leaving the mark on the world that they want to leave. So those are the things that really inspire me because everybody has a different mark that they want to leave. So, um, and a different way of going, of going about it. So I'd say that's it. How about you, Mark? Now, before we go with me, I, I want to ask Javier and I want to hear him say Javier. He's, he's his own inspiration. He'll probably say himself. Himself. <laughs> No, incredible or not, I'm not going to say myself <laughs> because uh, no, it's going to be and it's going to be a very nice joke, you know. Because sometimes I use myself like an engine that needs to be start again, you know, all the time. But when I hear all my youngest students tell that it was their their father and their grandparents and all that, um, I put a little sad because today is one month and my father passed away. So when they ask me who inspired me, I don't have the, the good luck to know my grandparents, none of them. So my, the people that inspired me were my parents, my father and my mother, yes. Uh, and that gave me some push, you know, and uh, really I, I put some not because of that, it's because of the remember him telling me all the things, you know, and all the support that uh, they gave me during this time. No, uh, I said they because my father passed away, but my mother is alive. So that's the reason I said they. And, but yes, it was my, my parents in first way, and then two books that I read, and sometimes I reread it. That is the Prince from Machiavello and the Art of War from Sun Tzu. That two books are the books that inspire me to become in a certain way in the person that I am. And also I have to say that the people that inspire me all the time are the kids that they follow, that they say in the school in my crazy ideas, you know, uh, because without them, we are not going to have today this episode. We are not going to have the hackathons. 
uh, we are not going to have a lot of different things because they are the proof that sometimes the idea that they are crazy or they sound little strange, they can become true and we can build from them and they continue year after year with new people that they are involved. So I want to say that they are also the people that inspire me to become a very single day, a better person. Very good. Very good. And I don't know, to answer briefly, I, I don't have an answer. I feel like I everything inspires me. Uh, I think everybody is, has a bottling their own bottle in life uh, and, and just... Just living sometimes is an inspiration, and I don't want to. I don't want to sound negative about this, like that is, you know, life is suffering or anything like that. But, but life is going forward, and 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 maybe do something for others and do something for yourself. But sometimes is 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 everything. You know, it's a book, and I don't know. I give you an example. Last night, I have this app on my phone that uh, tells me about the sky right? The astronomy. I'm not as good as you, Javier, but I, I love I love space. And uh, all of a sudden, it was 8 p.m. here in LA, and it told me that in within two minutes, the International Space Station would have passed by. So I went outside, and I saw, and I followed the, the lighting of, looks like a big star, because it's reflecting the sunlight with all the solar panel. And I don't know, I just stared at it for five minutes, and I'm like, this is inspiring. There's people out up there working, um, doing experiments, and it's it's carrying humanity ahead. So what I'm saying is everything can be an inspiration um, in different moments of the day, and it doesn't have to be an important person or a great book, but of course that could be as well. So that's that's my answer. I think I dodged the, the bullet. I didn't have to actually say anybody in specific. Uh, and you all inspire me. I'm very honored to be part of the Mentor Project. I know it may sound cliche, this too, but it's true. I mean, each single one of the mentors are giving back. They're all here. They're all giving their time. And, and even you guys being here and inspiring uh, the next students to be part of the hackathon is great. So maybe we want to talk a little bit about what is coming up. So Deborah, um, what is different maybe this year from the other hackathon? What have we learned from that? And then maybe we can ask uh, Vincente, Santiago, and Paulina to give some tips to the people that will come on and accept the challenge next time. Sure. You know, we actually were mentored by the men by the uh, students who came onto the hackathon because we changed it. Um, we realized that we were making up all sorts of rules and making it completely our own ideas and how it should run and how we thought the students would just love it. So an example of that is the first year we thought long and hard. I can't tell you how many weeks we would get together and Think about the prizes we were going to give to the students. I mean, we racked our brains over this. It turns out that the students didn't really care as much about the prizes that we thought would be amazing. They liked some of the prizes that we had no idea that they would think were great. So we realized that we, were, we needed to get students involved. And this year, um, one of the students who was part of 
the previous hackathons, and she's also now in law school, is the one who came up with the theme of it and how a lot of the ideas uh, came from her and other students. And we really did learn that we needed to change it and some of the things that would be useful to students when they went to university. You know, that there needed to be more writing as opposed to videos. Things that would make it so that it'd be easier for them if they're going to write about something that they're learning. We didn't think of these. And this year it's different. And we think that the students will find this really a lot more exciting and interesting and that it'll be useful beyond the hackathon for them uh, in terms of the skills that they're going to learn and get mentored on with regard to paper and things like that. So I really think that um, we are in for a real treat this year. All right, so let's, let's make a round for suggesting and, and then at the end, we'll do an invitation for people to, to come and take part of the hackathon. But uh, maybe we'll start with uh, Javier. What, what is your suggestion, your tips to someone that is going, going to participate? And then please let, let uh, everybody else answer too. Yes, no, for me, the, the most important tip is that they need not to be afraid to be in touch with people that they don't know, you know? Uh, or another tip is that they need to be open to have uh, new ideas and be connected with people that don't see each other. Maybe they don't, they, even they don't see the face, you know, because if they use Slack channel, Discord and all that, maybe they don't turn the camera, they don't see the face, the face during the whole event. So it's not necessary to be that. And also they're going to have people that they have their own same interests that sometimes that is the difficult part because we are a million of million of people around the world, but maybe you can find some people that have your, your same interests, maybe in your town, maybe your school, maybe, I don't know, in your state, but here you can find people that have your own interests, you know, and the same. And maybe you can start working and who tell you that the, in years to come, you cross again in different events or you maintain contact and you are going to be part, yes, of that group and you are going to be a completely different person, you know, because you are going to have people that are going to think like you. Very good, very good. Paulina, what's your uh, advice? And I'm understanding you're going to be part of it too, so it's an advice to yourself, I guess. Uh, yes, well, following with the idea that said Javier, um, <clears throat> this idea of not being afraid of the ideas you come up with, um, because sometimes even the most crazy ones turn out to be the best ones. So uh, really just focus on them um, and put them on. And also another tip is don't uh, waste a lot of time. Uh, it was a challenge for, for me and for my team. We, we stayed up like uh, until 2 a.m. Uh, at last minute to finish the video. So it was really a challenge. Uh, but well, it, it's, it's a challenge. So yes. Yeah, well, you know, I don't think it's a waste of time anyway, because you're still spending time with this new group of people. So it's, it's not just about winning. It's, as they say, it's the journey, not the destination. So if you have enjoyed that time, that's a good thing. 
Santiago and then and then Vicente. What's uh, what's your advice? I really like the, the advice you just gave. It's my point. Be keen to learn. Enjoy the process. Have fun while you're doing it. Because utterly, if you do not have fine fun and you do not enjoy it, uh, if you're not eager to to challenge yourself, what for? So to me, the biggest advice is have fun, enjoy yourself, learn a lot, create, think, and you will succeed in everything you do. Not only hackathons, but as a person, you will grow and you will learn how to develop yourself, have fun. And having fun is not always being joyful on and screaming and passionate. Sometimes it's doing hard work that makes you have fun and just find it. Go for it. I love it. Vincente, what's up? Well, what's your my advice? advice would be that don't let yourself be intimidated. Uh, what happened to me in my first hackathon is that when I hear that uh, our group will have people that we don't know, that scares me a lot, uh, don't knowing who I am working with. So basically, don't let yourself be intimidated. And if you don't know something, ask it. There will, there will, be, uh, there will be a lot of people uh, available with a lot of knowledge uh, anxious to answer for your questions. So don't be afraid and ask. Very good advice, each one of you. And Deborah, what's yours? Well, first of all, I think all of your advice is advice for life, not just the hackathon. Very <laughs> good. Um, I'd say that the advice that I can give is to be open to um, a new experience that um, you will meet great people who are wonderful. If you have an idea, there is no idea that's too crazy. Those are the ones we love. Uh, and make sure that you are a good teammate. You know, make sure that you are, if someone isn't speaking a lot, make sure to ask them, uh, hey, what's your idea? Because everybody has a different style of approach. So um, it's an opportunity to become a leader um, and it's an opportunity to make friends for a lifetime. So my advice is to go into this with not, you have nothing to lose and only great things to gain. So come into it ready to really have a good time. This is good. And I am certainly having a good time talking about inspiration. I mean, I, I'm blown away by all the things that you have said. I mean, they're very wise behind each one age and at the same times as uh, older people here we again we we are inspired by it so again it's that relationship between the mentor and the mentee that or, or the teacher and the student that you need to learn from each other that's another very very important uh, advice and talking about that this is episode number two of the our conversation on the road to the hackathon the mentor project hackathon uh, 2022 but we still have two episodes to go and it's going to be a different conversation because one will be with some of the mentors and some will be with some of the judges so we will get to learn the other side 
you know, how are these other people going to interact with the students and how the judges will have that really heavy, heavy responsibility of deciding who is the winner. But I feel like in my heart, I already know everybody's going to be a winner no matter what. Javier, I'm going to leave you a couple of minutes because you are the inspiration for all of this. Uh, I want you to close this episode for us with a call to action for people to come and participate. Yes, thank you very much, Marco. Yes, I make a call on action for everybody that like the challenge that we mentioned, public health, cybersecurity, pol space pollution, global pollution, yes, or if any of these categories you feel that you, you don't feel in, you are welcome to join us in our Create Your Own Challenge. Also, we don't have to forget about or forget about that one of the challenges uh, there are going to be people in all of them that they know very well the topic and they can help you solving that. Yes, um, we're going to have people from another foundation helping us, like the One Health Lessons, also with the mentor project, work together in this challenge. So I call everybody to join this adventure as you want to become a better person that is the idea of the hackathons, you know, um, work with people from different parts of the world and you realize that we need each other to build a better world. I couldn't close better than that, so I am not going to add anything except for I hope everybody enjoyed this conversation as much as we did, uh, I'm guessing, to be part of it. And uh, this is a, a webcast, so you can watch the video on the Mentor Project website and there will be notes and links to the place where you can learn more about uh, the hackathon and subscribe if you want to be part of this and that Deborah if I'm not wrong is the mentorproject.org uh, slash hackathon it's mentorproject.org mentorproject.org slash hackathon there you go that's why I'll write it instead of just saying it. All right, thank you everybody. Uh, stay tuned next week. We will be back for one more show. And uh, thank you, Vincente, Santiago, Paulina, Javier, and Deborah for being part of this. It's been a great 54 minutes and 42 seconds of my life, and I'm very grateful for it. Take care, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode of our On Location Conversation. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share itspmagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.